Standing up in Cullen County, yeah, McKinney, Texas, this is According to Callus, and we're back, and yes, indeed, it is a Texit Tuesday, for those of you unaware, go check out tnm.me, Texit Tuesday, <laughs> sponsored by Daniel Miller and the folks over at the Texas Nationalist Movement, not really, but it sounds funny, hey, look, the guy wrote a great book, you should check it out. It's easy to find on Amazon. And somewhere in my house, I have a signed copy from none other than Mr. Miller. But while you're at it, might I suggest you consider a couple more books. Why? Because they're all important into getting things done and getting Texas more liberty-orientated. Uh, pushing us in a direction that benefits Texas first. We tried America first. We we tried putting the United States in a situation where people were excited and really wanted to, I don't know, put some thought into the fact that we ought to be more concerned about our country before the rest of the world. But unfortunately, the folks over at WEF and a couple of governors and a whole lot of senators have all vetoed that plan. So, how do we fight back? Well, that's a great question. So, book number one, Confrontational Politics by H.L. Richardson. The guy was from California back when you were still allowed to be a conservative and be from California. Senator H.L. Richardson, retired. Confrontational Politics. I strongly suggest you find it. It's a real short book. I think we're looking at a little over 100 pages couple of t- key takeaways are you've got to get an organization and you got to get money if you want to get things done. Yes, it's sad but true, but believe it or not, money and organization are the way to get things done. And while we're at it, we have the five-star plan. I have done a multi-episode review of this book. Very happy to review it. And I have a uh, signed copy in my hands here. Uh, Robert West is a great guy. If you've got an opportunity to meet with him or invite him to a group that you run or are in leadership with, I highly recommend it. The five-star plan. The subtitle is Replacing Politicians with Patriots. The idea of putting Texas voters back in charge of Texas. I'm not sure that any of these people are necessarily on board with Texas, but they are in on board with getting grassroots people involved and basically taking charge and taking their state slash country back from those that seek to rule us. Another book of interest, 444, yes, by Renee Holiday. Um, also, uh, she, <laughs> Lady Liberty, right? She shows up on the show out of Radio Free Redoubt, Radio Free Redoubt, with John Jacob Schmidt. You can find that on your podcast. Um, again, relatively short book, about 150 pages. If you were to have really small font, you could probably get it down to about 110. Very interesting biblical view on how government ought to run and why it matters. All right. Now I got one more I'm going to throw in here for a loop, if you will. Because I believe you ought to understand your enemy. I believe that when your enemy has tactics that work and are successful, you ought to co-opt them and use them to your own efforts. That would be rules for radicals. 
by Mr. Alinsky. Yes, I know some of you are weeping and gnashing of teeth, but the guy has a lot of good insight. And quite frankly, he taught a whole generation of activists how to get stuff done. They managed to elect not one, but two different presidents in two basically different generations. And both, unfortunately for us, have had very negative effects on our country. But if we take some of those same tactics and turn around back on them, perhaps we can fight fire with fire without giving up our principles. All right, so on to the Texas Tuesday portion here. All of these books are extremely helpful in teaching you how to get things done at the local level. All of those lessons also translate to the state level. When you don't have a half a million dollars to throw at running for a state representative seat. Now keep in mind there's 150 state representatives. So just having one or two, boy, you can be a giant thorn in the side. But they're going to squash you. They're going to make you irrelevant. They're going to try and run you off. But if you use some of these tactics, if you are smart, if you pick your battles, you can be an effective, loud fighter for liberty and those things that matter. And in this case, that translates into Texas. Now, why do I keep bringing up Texas? Why why do I devote so many Tuesdays to Texas slash Texas? Well, here's the simple fact. If we can't fix things in Texas, the rest of the country is doomed. If we can't accept the fact that the rest of the country is already doomed, we have to take Texas. We have we have to be willing to at least wrap our heads around it, embrace the ideals, embrace the idea that we can and should stand as an independent republic. Now I know there are a large number of people that think, well, this is a stunt. This is this is something that'll never happen. This is something that, you know, maybe worst case scenario. But let me tell you. Countries have split up before. States have broken off from larger countries before. We can just glance over to Europe and actually certain parts of Asia and see that it can be done. Some are done more successfully and more peacefully and others are not so much fun. But they can be done and they can exist. And people that say that Texas can't function on their own, well, Texas has an economy that's in the top 10 in the entire world. Texas has a population of north of 33 million. Now, I would submit to you that 10% of those people, quite frankly, don't have any business being here legally. And probably at least another 10% of those people in the 33 million, we would all benefit if they would go back from where they came from. But we got to deal with what we've got. We have to get people active. We have to get people interested. We have to get people activated. Now, there was a separation that went down just a little over three years ago. That was when Great Britain said sayonara to the EU. It can be done. You can stand as an independent entity. And coincidentally enough, the Scots are once again considering whether or not they actually want to be under a unified crown. They want to take a part or take place their own independence from England. And I got to tell you, if I were English, if I lived in England and I thought that I could save England, 
jettisoning Scotland might be a good way to do that. Unfortunately now, England has virtually been overrun by their former colonies. So I'm not sure there's enough left of England to rescue England. Now, you can argue whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I would suggest to you we're watching the same thing play out in Texas. There are millions of people that have fled California, New York, Illinois, Washington, Oregon, and they have come here. They have come here because, quite frankly, Texas was significantly better from where they came. Unfortunately, when they've come here, they marginally vote our way, whether it's 59% or 51%. It doesn't matter. Their generation is already being replaced by their children. Their children are going to the government schools. Their children are learning all the things that we ought not be teaching them. Their children are learning to basically subjugate themselves to government and larger government and globalism. And all of those parents are missing that. And when I say that, knowing full well, we are guilty of the very same thing in Texas before they got here. We sent those children off to government schools. We trusted that the government schools were run by people that were good Christian people. And they only wanted what was best for our children. And unfortunately now, the majority of the public is starting to wake up to realize that really has not been the case. So how do we fix that? Well, we've got the National Education Association. We've got the Texas Educational Association. We have the National Association of Librarians, whatever their acronym is. And we have all these other groups that have formed up basically to tell us that, number one, we care about your children more than you do. That's a lie. Number two, we know what's best for your children over what you think. Again, that's a lie. And number three, those children are actually our children when you put them in the schools. Now, I wish I could tell you this is a lie, but the laws are written that they have custody of our children while they're at the school. Now, I ask you, did any of you sign up for that? Did any of you think that was the case? Did any of you believe that was what you were agreeing to when you put your kids in government schools? I I doubt it. Now, Vodibakum is credited with saying that when you send your children off to Rome for schooling, you ought not be surprised when they return as Romans. I, I believe that's true. When you send your children to state-run schools, you should not be res- uh, uh, you should not be surprised when they return as statists. Now, how do we fix it? I've talked about this multiple times, and I will continue to bring it up, but I'm not going to do it in this episode. Instead, in this episode, I'm going to focus on organization. Why? Because organization is how you get things done. We don't have millions of dollars to raise to send our candidates to go up against the machine that is in Austin. We don't have tens of millions of dollars to send our people to D.C. to push back against the swamp as it exists. Now, while you're thinking about that, the fact of the matter is we we do in fact have the money. Our people don't want to spend it. They don't want to invest it. They don't want to give it up. And there's a number of reasons for this, but might I suggest to you it's because they don't think we can win. Because they haven't seen evidence 
that we can win because they haven't seen a functional aggressive organization that fights for liberty and keeps moving the ball forward. Unfortunately, they're right. Unfortunately, I really don't have a rebuttal for that right now. I can tell you, maybe I'm overstepping here, but I can tell you that I have rejoined with the Collin County Patriots. We have folded in the constitutional Texans and I am confident that we as a group are going to do the best, the best, the best we can to educate the populace, bring forth good arguments and go out and meet people. Now, as a good Republican precinct chair in in pleasant standing, I will tell you the Republican Party has missed and continues to miss a lot of very easy interactions with the general public. And it's not for lack of willingness, it's for lack of people that are going to do the work. Now, I will tell you, I have got multiple irons in the fire. I'm a busy guy. But I make time to go to my executive committee meetings. I make time to do some of those precinct chair duties. I make time to do this podcast as many times a week as I can pull off. I make time to go to my Collin County Patriots meetings. I make time to plan out what we're going to be doing for those meetings. If I can do it, you can too. Now, I'm not suggesting you need to do all of what I do. I'm not suggesting you need to do 50% of what I do. All I'm asking is for you to put in 10% of the effort that I put in. 10% of the time that I put in. That's not that much. So, how, does it, how do we do this? How do we make a difference? Well, I got to tell you, most of the clubs in Collin County, they put on a show once a month. And when I say put on a show, that means the people that come there are there to be entertained, perhaps educated a little bit, but there's no way to activate them. There's no way to get things done. Now, one of the plans was for this month, this meeting, we were going to have postcards to send out to all of our representatives, letting them know the things that we would like to see done and so on and so forth. But time got in the way, a general election happened, all these other things. So we'll probably save that and hand them out at the Christmas party this year. Why? Because people will do things when they only have to put forth a minimal of amount of effort. Now, sadly, even the good activists that I know are stretched so thin, they can't take the time to go to the store to buy a postcard and buy a stamp and fill it out and mail it. I got to tell you, truth be told, I haven't done a good job of doing that either. So we're going to try and help out. We're going to try and make it easier for each individual that shows up at the Christmas party this year to fill out a postcard, put an address on it, and we'll get it mailed for you. And why would we do this? Well, let me tell you. Our state reps need to know we're paying attention. Our state reps need to know that we care what they do. Our state reps need to understand that we have a vested interest in what plays out. Why does that matter? Because if you want Texas, if you want these people to get off their butts and allow us to even have an opportunity to vote for it, they have to know we're paying attention. They have to know we care what they do. Now, you you may remember that through a lot of hard work, we got two different triggers, if you will, on the platform indicating that we, as the Republican Party of Texas, support the idea of putting forth 
a referendum to the people to determine whether or not Texas ought to exercise its option to become a free and independent state once again. Now, here comes the brass tacks. It is all well and good that we have one party that agrees with us as a majority that we ought to be able to vote on the issue. But it does no good to get it put on the ballot if you don't have an organization to sell the idea of why is this the best option or why is this a good opportunity for Texas to execute Texit. Now, the folks over at the Texas Nationalist Movement are building a ground team right now. They are building out their meetup groups and all their social activities over the entirety of the state of Texas. And they are purely Texit first. They align with the Republicans when the Republicans will listen. They won't kick out Democrats. And quite frankly, they're open to you libertarians out there. The 2% of us, or I shouldn't say us because I'm a good Republican, but the the 2% of you folks out there that self-identify as libertarians and actually go vote. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't believe that Texit is a panacea. I don't think it's going to fix everything. But I do think that smaller is better. I do think that if you want to have any chance of fixing government and having more liberty in a state, Texit is the quickest, best, and most operationally efficient way to pull it off. Further, I support it being on the ballot and I support it passing. But in the event that it gets on the ballot and shocker, the governor's version gets 63%. <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. And we lose. That doesn't mean we give up. That doesn't mean we stop and go home. The folks in Quebec tried multiple times. The folks in Scotland are going to try another time. The folks in England slash Great Britain, fought for many, many years to pull off Brexit. All that does is give us a gauge of where we stand. For the better part of eight years in the Republican Party of Texas, we were never given an opportunity to vote on the issue, and they kept telling us we were a small minority and nobody cared. Well, it got through the platform committee. And then it went through the committee of the whole. And it wasn't even close on the vote of the activist Republicans out there. So the challenge is getting these guys that we've sent down to Austin to represent us, to go along with the idea that putting Texas on the ballot is merely your job to represent us for us to tell you what we want. Now I know there's a good number of representatives that are diametrically opposed to this. They don't want to know the will of the people. They don't care what we think. As a matter of fact, some of them even go so far to call us traitorous and seditious. And I would just say back to those folks, I swore an oath to the Constitution. I am protecting the Constitution and I am operating under the constitutional provisions You folks that go down to Austin or you folks that go to the swamp in D.C. and continually violate the Constitution. If this were a different era, you might be tar and feathered. You might be hung from a lamppost. You might be run out of town, but it's not. 
Alas, it's not, because we actually believe we can make a difference in the organizational level and by voting and showing up in mass. We're still at the point where we believe that the Democratic Republic will function and we will ultimately get what it is we desire. We are still willing to believe that and sacrifice our time and effort to make those things happen. We are willing to exhaust all other options. So I would say to you, state reps, that you're so worried and so concerned. If you think that we're some minority group, that we're some small faction of a faction that doesn't matter, then put it up for a vote. Put it up to the people of Texas. Let them determine what they want. Let them say clearly whether or not, oh, we absolutely want Texas now, or hey, we would like Texas, but maybe at the last resort, or we're absolutely opposed to Texas. Put it out there. What are you afraid of? The same thing went down on the platform committee. They tried to kill it. One individual in particular was very upset about it. And I respect that. I I, I do. If you have a constitutional, rational reason why you want to reject Texas, I will respect that. But this person went so far as to try and kill it in committee, so we couldn't even put it forth to the committee as a whole. And he did nobody any favors because I just told him, well, if you believe we're a minority, if you believe we, we, we don't have the votes, then what's the, what's the harm? What's the issue? Put it forth. Let it go to the committee as a whole. And it did. It went to the committee as a whole. I wouldn't say it was close, but I wouldn't say it was a slam dunk either. I mean, we, we did win at the committee level, right? The committee of the whole, it, you know, there were some against, but the majority of us were for it. And why? Because we're just acknowledging the fact that the people of Texas ought to have a right to have their voices heard. And we as the Republican Party say and respect, <laughs> let me rephrase that, say we respect and want to show that respect by allowing people to vote on the issue. Now, the party has no problem putting forth I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, but silly constitutional amendments to spice up the vote, if you will, to drive out more people to go vote for them for their reelection. They have no problem putting forth propositions that they know are going to be passed by wide margins. Why? Because they already know that. They're willing to put no risk in their jobs. But I tell you, every day that we get up and go to work in the morning, we take a risk. Every day we're at work all day, we take a risk. Every day we drive home from work, we take a risk. So I would suggest to you that we transmit the idea that even if you're opposed to Texas, you ought to be willing to put it forth to the people. Even if you're queasy about the idea of Texas, you need to be willing to put it forth to the people. Why? Because... You'll have six months to a year for some really good conversations, some really good arguments, and a whole lot of educational opportunities of why Texas can and should become an independent nation again. Now, if you think we're crazy, if you think that we have nothing to stand on, put up or shut up. Make the arguments. Fight back. I mean, Daniel Miller can't be everywhere all day long. There are enough of us out there that know enough of those uh, statistics, enough of those 
uh, reasonable platform statements, uh, the principles involved, that we can hold our own, thank you very much. And I'm sure Daniel Miller would like nothing more than for him and Nate and some of the rest of their crew to go out and train up people that are willing to make the arguments for them. There are meetup groups all over Texas right now, and they're only growing faster and faster. And I'm here to tell you that the Republican Party ignores this at their own peril. The Republican Party, if they were smart, would embrace at least giving people the opportunity to vote on this. Hey, SREC, you have an opportunity to come on in here and say, hey guys, we heard what went on at the at the convention. And while some of us may have personal qualms, some of us maybe don't think that this is the best solution, but we believe the people of Texas ought to be given the opportunity to be heard on this issue. Come on, SREC. And for those of you that don't know, that's the State Republican Executive Committee. I know a few people there. I know a few people there that are actually pro-Texas. And I know a few people there that mm, tacitly would go along with the vote. So I'm suggesting you ought to call your SREC members. They're a little bit more responsive to the Republican voters than our own state reps. There's no money in the SREC. They don't have to spend a half a million or a million dollars and behold themselves to special interests to get on the SREC. By and large, they're based upon the committees and the people that show up at the executive committees for the individual counties or districts. They're going to be far more responsive. And when the party itself says, hey, you know what? The convention said they want this. And we as the executive committee said, hey, we want this. Our elected representatives are going to be put in a situation. Well, what do we do? They've already got a warning shot over the bow regarding reelecting Phelan and then putting forth more Democrats to serve as committee chairman. Now, I know. I know that I stepped on a few toes yesterday. I called out all of my state reps and I told them that we expect certain things. And that's one of the things we expect. And I reminded them that we're going to watch them. And in the remaining couple of minutes here, I just feel like I need to close with this. See, I was at the Collin County Executive Committee meeting last night, and there was well over the amount of quorum necessary. And we put forth a resolution calling on our state reps and reminding them that we expect that when they elect a Speaker of the House, that that Speaker of the House will appoint Republicans to be the chairman of those committees. Now, I know there's arguments why you might not want to do that, and I know that this is tradition, but do you believe for one moment that if the Democrats should take the Texas House, that they would bother to put any Republican in any position of power anywhere? And I think we already know the answer to this. So why do we have this suicide pact? Well, it's because the moderates in the Texas House routinely sell us out. They're nervous about what we, the grassroots, want. They're, they're trying to triangulate and just give us a little bit of crumbs to keep us on the reservation, as it were. 
I would like to be able to tell you that last night at the executive committee meeting, all of our newly elected state reps showed up to graciously congratulate themselves for winning their race, but better yet, congratulate the rest of us who are in the executive committee that worked for, endorsed, and helped these guys get across the finish line. But I will tell you, honestly, I can't tell you that. The only one that showed up was our state senator, Angela Paxton. Now, I know, I know, there may be somebody out there in my listening audience, you know, all two of you, (laughs) that are not giant fans of Angela Paxton. But I will tell you this. I have been less disappointed with Angela Paxton than any other state rep in our district. And now, with the addition of Brian Slayton, I will be able to rest easy that I have one really good, solid conservative state rep that is in my Senate district, and I have among the best of the state senators. And how sad is it in Collin County that we have to actually go outside of the county to have a true stalwart, man of the people, conservative warrior? And I mean, I I don't dislike personally any of our state reps. I I don't hate on any of our state reps. It takes no pleasure having to remind these guys time and time again that they work for us and we're watching them and we're becoming less and less excited by them and they know who they are. I'm not going to call them out again tonight. Oh, sure. Why not? Matt, Jeff, Candy. You guys trimmed out 70 so thin that we got stuck with a Democrat. When you go home at night, you ought to look in the mirror and say, well, what did we do? Well, we all know what you did. You made it so you barely have to campaign in the general election to win now. Well, goody for you. But you cut our throats in Collin County. You brought in the first Democrat. And I hold you guys responsible for that. Now, what am I going to be able to do about it? Nothing. Except remind everybody every time that if you want to know why we have a Democrat In the House, in Collin County, you look no further than those three individuals. It's on them. It's their fault. If we want to blame anybody besides yourself, when you look in the mirror, blame them. Remind them that we didn't appreciate that. But we know for the next 10 years, we're stuck with a battle royale in 70 that we may or may not take back in 2024. And... Three people that barely have to campaign to win their seats. How convenient and how nice was that? How's that? We're supposed to take one for the team and vote for the lesser of evils all the time, but they weren't willing to take one for the team and just shave off one extra point and give it to 70. If they all would have given up one point, they would have went from double digits to maybe nine But you know what? We would have had a plus five advantage in 70. As it is, we got a plus two. And we should have won and could have won if the candidate there would have just realized, hey, I don't have to mistreat these people. I know they're not happy with me, but we're all on the same team. And if you think for one moment that we're going to be able to get Texit with these guys representing us. If you think for one moment these guys give a rip about what we think about Texas, you got another thing coming. But we're going to remind them and we're going to tell them and we're going to lobby them and we're going to do everything we can to beat through their skulls that you know what? Whether or not we support Texas as a county, 
We believe that the people of Texas ought to be able to vote on the issue. We believe that this issue should supersede all in importance that Texas ought to be heard. Because if you can't secure, if you cannot secure the border, there's no more Texas. If you can't fix the elections, there's no more Texas. That only leaves Texas going on out on its own. The sad thing is we're going to still have to deal with these humbugs if we go off on our own, but at least it'll be a lot easier to deal with them when we get rid of some of that outside money. And with that, I've well over the 30 minute allotment of time today, and I want to thank you for (laughs) humoring me. If you thought this show was worth your time, I would like you to do one of four things for me. I'd like you to like the show, follow the show, share the show, Subscribe to the show, and if you're feeling extra spicy, leave me a comment. This is a labor of love. I believe Texas, Cowling County's worth it. It's an investment of my time and energy to do the best I can to articulate plausible and possible ways to move forward in Cowling County, Texas. I try my best to get our people, the grassroots, excited Let them know that we can win and we got to do the right things to win and point them the way. And if I can do a little bit of education about, hey, I feel this way about this position and maybe you ought to consider this even if you don't agree with me, there's something to be learned here. We got to work with people that are nominally on our side, but we don't have to be excited about it. Don't let the world get you down. Christ is still on his throne. And we're still Texas. Until I see you again, I will see you on the other side. Thanks.